From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's The Power Move with John Gafford. Back again, back again, back again for another episode of The Power Move. Sorry, we got a little bit of late start. Yeah, I'm John Gafford. I'm your host with me as always. Green Bubble Amadon. <laughs> Colt Green Bubble Amadon. That's hate on Here's me, it. but... Green Bubble? Green Bubble Amadon. And Chris Connell, counselor, who finally got in the chair after he was in a, in talking to our media guy, Stu, having a debate about pyramids. So I'm like, dude, pyramid talk records on Thursday. It's like, <laughs> not today. Hey, what's, what's, hey, what's, pyramids are guys, amazing. What's your favorite pyramid? What's your favorite pyramid? I like top, the step okay, pyramid. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> top three pyramids. Okay, top well, five. we have the, the red pyramid built by Imhotep. <laughs> We have the Great Pyramids of Giza, and we have PXE Realty. <laughs> okay. All right. The thoughts, the thoughts and comments of Chris Scott Oscar do not reflect the thoughts and comments uh, of uh, John Jefferson. We would not talk about well, pyramids. If you work for a PXE Realty, oh, holla. Stop. Give, give me a holler. It's not really a thing. Okay. That's not, a good point. A, I think they got your point as well. What point? They got your point. But guys, it's funny. All views on uh, of Chris you Connell know, are yeah. what was parody. The best parody. Parody. Top three uh, pyramid schemes of all time. <laughs> okay. Bur- Bernie's okay. number one. Okay. Bri- yeah. Briex. Briex. I don't know if you remember that, but they found plugs of gold and yeah. sold the shit out of them. And I'll then, say Nexus. Enron. Oh, Enron. It's Enron. 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 Enron crushed. Yeah. Uh, like. Yeah, Enron World, Worldcom would be up there. Worldcom, yeah, yeah, Bernie, Bernie Ebers really did a number on them. Yeah, but but Enron still, we changed how we do business. Because oh, of, yeah, we did. We, we did. overlooked that. Madoff so was bad. probably almost more of a pure pyramid. Yeah, because yeah, it was he yeah. took away. It was just like, give to me. His, and yeah, that yeah. was like personal people, but Enron corporations, everything. Well, guys, yeah. I, I have a fascinating show that we're going to talk about today because I had a self, I had a self realization this weekend, not to go. I mean, obviously that was a great opening, but we're going to get a little serious here for a second. Cause you know, man, I think if, if we're not being honest here, then what are we doing? So the goal here with the show obviously is to educate and entertain, but also I think that we got to be honest as we go through this. So me and the wife are sitting at home this weekend and we're kind of flipping through and we're seeing people at all these different parties and seeing people at different events. And it kind of, kind of rang true. We're like, we don't get invited to a lot of stuff. <laughs> we don't get it. We just don't. And this is not a feel sorry. I, I'm not looking no, for, no, for, no, 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 for clarity. Exactly this. Man, I don't get invited to a lot of stuff. And uh, we as a group don't get invited. So we're sitting out in front uh, handing out candy because our kids don't even want to hang out anymore. They went off with their friends. So we're sitting out in front doing the, oh, look at you, you little cute goblin and ghoul, oh, whatever it is. As, our, as, we're looking at, as we're looking, no, well, I, think, I think we had some wine. Yeah, and I think that's what that. we were. And, uh, and yeah, but we're sitting out front watching this and, and we start, you know, whenever there's an issue in my life, I like to pull the thumb instead of point the finger. I don't, I don't, uh, I always like to go self, you know, introspective on things. Right. And I started kind of thinking about me in general and, and, and she was talking about her and we were kind of going through and I realized something and here's what it is in the, for most of most of the time, I kind of exist in a little bubble here in my little simply Vegas world. I know all my simply Vegas folks. I have all, we have all our simply Vegas family. I have that little bubble that exists right? There's my little bubble. But then, you know, I go out and I try to meet new people and I realized that I have a problem. Here's my, pro- no, no, no. Here's my problem. And this is dead. This is dead serious, which is I have become an incredible blowhard. Here's what I mean by that. And what I mean by that is I have, I, I, it is a, it is a, 
It is a defensive action. It is a, a reflex that I have that for some reason I, I innately have just, you know, and I don't even do it consciously, but I've decided that I need to justify why people should like me by throwing out a bunch of bullshit. And it's not bullshit. It's like, but I, you know, I find myself trying to work things I have into the conversation, people I know into the conversation, life experience about the conversation. I find myself trying to work that shit in. And I think it's incredibly transparent to other people. I think people probably sometimes walk away from me like, oh, fucking guy. Like he's just too much to say, blah, 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 blah. I actually said on an episode not too long ago, I have a tendency to dominate a conversation. That's a problem. And so I've got that on one side of it, like with me and my wife as a couple. And then I got my wife who's very reserved. She's very introverted. She, she's, does, she's not a very outgoing person. But my wife I is- I like this is an intervention I'm about to be personally- No, you're not. No, you're not. No, no, hey, man, so, you, you, know, Chris, you, you deal with your own demons. So, no, 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 you deal with- me, John? No, you deal with- You deal with your own demons. I'm no, just no, telling no, you what I got, just, I got to with myself is no, where I got no, to. I'm so I'm talking to my wife and I'm like, you know, you need to- you know, I'm not saying she's saying I need to do this because my wife is very attractive. And, and again, that's not a blowhard thing. She is, it's obvious. But when you're introverted and you're attractive, it's bitch. It's what she kind of mm -hmm. gets sometimes. Cause she's like, I don't understand. Like, like we have friend sets in other parts of the world where I have, I have a lot of friends in like guy sets and like the wives are maybe nice to her, but not really. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't really let her into the, you, you don't feel like you're in the click, right? Yeah. You don't feel like you're getting in the click. And <laughs> no, well, and the point, hang on, hear me all the way out. So we kind of decided jointly as a couple when we're out, I need to turn it way down and she needs to turn it way up. So we balance each other out somewhere in the middle. And part of that little exploration as we had this conversation, because me and my wife are very honest with each other, and, uh, and we went through this. I'm like, you know, we need to revisit uh, Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. That is the Bible for this problem. I mean, if you are having a problem where you feel like you're not connecting with people, people aren't connecting with you, read this book. So what I wanted to do today is I wanted to run through some highlights from it and yeah. talk about them, but you're dying to say something. Chris, yeah, oh yeah, no, because I find it's so funny. I've brought up a couple of things. First off, absolutely Dale Kearney, phenomenal, amazing. But I was actually thinking about this the other day as well, about you and Gidget. I, yeah, no, go ahead. Judge away. Dude, I, 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 I put know. myself what on the planner. Judge away. But there's a lot of times when Caitlin and I would be like, well, we'd invite John and get you. You also don't want to be like constantly bothering people. Mm. So sometimes you, you may be See, being I, a little hard no, 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 on yourself. Well, no, 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 no. Well, well no, no, no. I, I find myself doing that. But but I I also told Gidget part of the conversation was I also think people just assume we're always people busy. People assume yeah. you're busy more people, than yeah. People I, don't want you yeah. there. No, no, no. I, I, yeah. I it agrees. And here's why I know this. And, and I love self awareness, but sometimes no, no, no. Well, well, the group that's making me most self aware of this is now recently. You know, starting hand with a bunch of different entrepreneurs or high level guys. Right. And with that that group, I have found myself really justifying my existence in those groups yeah. more, way more than I should. I shouldn't have to. Okay, so yeah, maybe in that isolated instant. It's not a matter of, okay, because that, that makes sense to what you're saying. Mm. But that's a self-selection bias thing that's like, I would like to be around like-minded people who are doing certain things. Because we've talked about this before. Mm. You can hang out with the guy from your hometown who wants to sit at the bar and bullshit about the same old stories. Okay, that's not, if you're saying that we don't get invited, maybe it's because those people don't feel comfortable. Whatever it is, but what you're kind of almost saying, like Gidget should bring it up and I'm going to bring it down is like, 
Tom Brady's out there throwing, uh, you know, touchdowns. So maybe Bill Belichick should come no, no, out no, no, and throw no, no, football. No, 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 no. Like if that's your strength, if that's who no. she is. No, 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 no. You guys like, have done no, like it. It's, it's, it's not. It's it's not that. It's just it's a fact of of we we've got to work better as a unit to 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 include ourselves. Because here's the thing: as you go through this, and we can jump right into it. Because yeah. I'm just going to run really again. If you don't have an app in your phone. Um, Insta read again, not sponsored by them, but great app. I, li- I literally am on this every single day. What I use it for is if somebody mentions a book, I can go in here. I've got like the synopsis of it. I can yep. do 20 minute quick read. If I really enjoy what I read, then I'll go make the investment <clears throat> in the book and I'll read the whole thing. Yep. But you know, it's also good for books that you have read. If you need a quick refresher, mm-hmm. some of them like a textbook, they have these little tiles, which are great. Right, they work great, and you can just kind of go through the tiles of how it works. So I wanted to kind of burn through this in the next hour and see how much we can. And hopefully, man, if you're struggling with some of this stuff, uh, you know, again, I think you know, pull the finger or pull the thumb instead of point the finger is, is a great piece of advice uh, that you can start with. So that's what I've done. So number one, three fundamental principles to keep in mind when dealing with others, especially when your aim is to win them over and influence them positively. First, never criticize, condemn, or complain. I thought this was interesting because mm-hmm. here's the thing. The most likable person you know, all right? Think about the most likable person you kind of know. Yep. Do you ever hear them bitch about nope. anything? Not at all. They never bitch. Nope. And what do I do? I come on here, I look right in camera one, and what do I say? Screw you, Chili's, <laughs> Salt Lake City. It's towing my car every week is what I do. I come in here and I complain. And I'm not a big, compl- I'm not a big complainer, but I probably complain more than I should. Well, there's, there's types of complaining. There's... Just being a, 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 what we call dysthymic. If you suffer from, if you're lugubrious as a personality. Okay, he's just, oh, okay, that was a straight, that, <laughs> that was like, like look how much I can combo, squat. Like, yeah, that was I, just, I, lugubrious that was is straight like, up, look at, so, oh, look how much I can bench. No, no, no. <laughs> that was ridiculous. No. So yeah. there is this book, I, by Benjamin Hoff wrote this book called The Tao of Pooh and the Day of Piglet, and it's Buddhism through Winnie the Pooh characters. And one of the descriptions was this character, Eeyore, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, it's a sunny day out. Yeah, but it's not as sunny as it could be. And nobody yeah. wants to hang out with Eeyore. Yeah. Okay. Nobody also wants to be around Tigger all the time where it's like, go, go, go. Yeah. But Eeyore is not the guy or lady who's, who you want to be around because it's, it's it, it does kind of darken up your soul a little bit. It, it, oh, it you, does. You, you, that's Tigger dysthymia. going that's what all over a place. Mm-hmm. You'll get invited yeah. once in a while if you're a Tigger, right? Because everybody needs that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. you'll never get invited as Eeyore. Maybe I am. Or, I am. Or a you hang introvert. out with other Eeyores. Yeah. And I'm an introvert. So I sit around and I'll drink by myself a lot of times and people think <laughs> every that night is, eh, by myself every night. <laughs> no, hours. but people always sit there like, why don't you invite me? Why don't you invite me? And they think like, I think I'm too good for people, which I'm not. No, no I, I'm yeah. just an introvert and I'm with John. I don't get invited to a well, lot of stuff. No, but, but I think also, and this is a place where probably, you know, it talks about criticism it says the subjects of our criticism will instinctively self defend the moment we criticize them. When people are defensive, it becomes harder to break through their barriers and convince them of our perspective. Moreover, criticism acts like an invisible boomerang in the sense that it returns to, 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 to the thrower's head. Yeah. yeah, that one story in that book about the guy, they're arguing about a Shakespeare quote. And this mm-hmm. guy goes, oh, this was from Othello. And the guy goes, no, it was Romeo and Juliet. And he's arguing, and he goes up to the guy. I, it was the Bible or, or Romeo and Juliet or something. And Carnegie uses an example. Shakespeare wrote it was the Shake- Bible? No, <laughs> it, was, it was some historical book. <laughs> it was talking about the author who, who said this quote. This is right. before Google. Yeah, so yeah, this yeah. guy's having an argument. And uh, Carnegie goes up to the other guy and agrees with the guy he's arguing with. And the guy goes away thrilled. Mm. Like, ha ha, I won. Right? Mm. So he walks away with good feelings. That argument doesn't mean jack shit anymore to him. No. Because he walked away, even though he's wrong. Yeah. It doesn't he matter. Won. He saved face. 
preserved well, his character. Well, that's like a meme. Himself. That's like a meme that's going on right now. It's like, dude, I'm in a place in my life where you want to tell me two plus two equals five. I'm like, you're exactly right. Have 100%. a great day. <laughs> and so Carnegie says to the guy, he goes, well, you, he goes, you know, that was from Othello. He goes, yeah. And so do you. So why are you arguing with him about it? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? All That's you're going to do, even when you win, you, you lose. lose. I say that every time. Uh, yeah, the, the, well, talking about even customers, man. Never the, won the, an the, argument. the prize of winning a, an argument with a customer is losing a customer. So uh, <laughs> that's what we always say. But again, talking about, you know, if you're in a situation where you have to criticize someone or have to give them a critique of whatever, it talks about coming from a place of encouragement, compassion, rather than expose and objection. The spirit of the comments is the sure. key. That's finesse, though. Unfo yeah, it is. Yeah. And unfortunately, the job that I'm in, you know, sometimes I have to critique people. I have to critique the job that they're doing. I have to tell them about those things, and we have to try to make it better. And, and I think in, in the work environment, I do do a yeah. pretty good job of that, which I think yeah. is good. All yeah, right. If you, if, you, if you show them the way to do it without criticizing, them, say, hey, this is what I found works for me. Mm. You know, if you do it from a place of empathy as opposed to your, be your actions aren't good. Right? Yeah, you need well, to change them. You need if to you're looking them. out to try to like, I, there's times I'm like, what do you think of this, John? Because I know John will give me an honest answer. Like, no, that's stupid. Right. Well, right. OK, real quick. That skirt was way too short for you. Well, <laughs> just like today, everybody's giving too short for what it, my, my <laughs> pants. Right. And I sit there. But like if I was truly going to like a, a business appointment, looking like a fool, I would hope somebody would tell me yeah. that, right? Yeah, no, no, because mean, you're, it, you're it comes grown, from a good place. You're, you're an adult. But, but I mean, you know, again, it talks about this. It says, indeed, there's always something to say in appraisal of an, of an other. However, it is good to remember that there's always something to be said in appraisal of you as well. Well, that's why you use I statements instead of you statements. I, I think that's a big Stephen Covey thing. Mm -hmm. Never say someone, you did this. You say, I feel like this yes. happened. The way I feel about what happened is Because this. you're always entitled to your feelings, right? Mm -hmm. So if you say, I feel like that's this could be improved one. on. Yep. Yeah. You will avoid that harsh kind of Carnegie-esque criticism. Well, okay. Well, this is something that I probably, I don't know, in my inner circle, probably I do a good job of in my exer in my outer circle, probably not so well, which is the second principle is to let people know how valuable you think they are. Applaud re uh, regularly. This simple principle can have tremendous effects. After all, we all instinctively and unquenchably desire to know we are valued. Absolutely. I, I think that's great. And I think in, in some cases, I think, you know, that's, that's kind of the thing, like with some of the groups that I've joined recently, you know, there's this line and it's a weird line and I don't know how to describe it, but there's a line where you go from being in the inner circle or you're somebody that they're selling to, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. And I have people that I have made friends with where I know what side of the line that I'm on. Sure. And then there's people where I'm kind of blurry with the line. So I think that if they are genuinely important to me, for more than just what they can do, but to, like I genuinely want them as part of my circle. I think I need to vocalize that better to these people Target. in a way that's genuine and has nothing to do with what, you know, because some of these people, I, I, they can't really honestly do anything for me. I just think they're super interesting folks sure. and I want them in my circle. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's hard as a man though. Like yeah. you, have to, you have to, yeah. because men are emotionally crippled a lot of times. And I, I can only speak from the perspective of men, but I know a lot of guys that really mean well. And once you get to know them, they'll, they'll be like, hey, love you, buddy. Yeah, and you, you can kind of crack them a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Where they will open up. And it's never been a huge thing for me because I wasn't raised with this hyper mass. You got to be hard, hard, hard. But um, friends well, will. Well, you're Canadian. You know, a guy. You know, but how guys show their affection for each other is by calling each other like horrible names. <laughs> like that's what guys do, right? And it is toxic. There's yeah. a certain amount of that what they call toxic masculinity, where I understand, but getting through that, you know, takes I, some I, I amount agree. of courage we, to take up some of those leaps yeah. with people. Like yeah. we grew up Italian, like my, my grandpa would come in and give me a kiss. My dad yeah. give me a kiss. 
you vocalize, I love you, whatever. Yeah, I like that. And people would be yeah. sitting there like, your grandpa just kiss you? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, go tell, go tell him that you think that's where you see what he does, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you I, know, I, I, didn't, I didn't grow up in the I love you household. Yeah. yeah, and we, I did. I'm proud to say that I'm currently living in the I love you household, that's but I did awesome. not grow up in the I love that's you household. That's a great... Great chain thing. to break, right? Yeah, it yeah. was. I love I love that. Yeah. I did yeah. not grow up in that household, but I am living in that household now. Thanks to my wife. God bless her. That's great. Yeah. That's God bless huge. her. Affirming the good in others should not be confused with flattery. Affirmation in contrast to flattery requires genuine concern. Flattery is cheap and an empty praise. We should say things we, sh- uh, sorry, we say things we think we should say when we're actually living on autopilot. Yeah. And, and and people who are inauthentic with compliments, yeah. you can you can see through that shit a mile away. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, no, no, Even I'm sure. People like you, you, everybody's dated a girl that throws "I love you" out so quick, right? Like, all right, yeah. well, you don't really mean that, right? You're like, like uh, yeah, it's like drinking Stella beer in <laughs> Egypt. You know, you think you're drinking, but <laughs> you you're think just, you're getting, you're but you're not getting, getting there. And you're not getting in there. <laughs> That's it. So the third principle is that no communication strategy garners influence until it connects with people at their core. In other words, focus on what the other person wants. This is a universal truth, whether we are dealing with a child or hundreds of employees. Um, again, this is something that even it's funny as I talk to my son about it and I am probably guilty of this because there's things in, in, in my life. I think that I get very excited about like, dude, how many times, honestly, honestly, all right, because I've been ruthless with this, and it was a stretch to get there. But even for the last three weeks, I'm finding my ways. Like, how do I find the roadmap to show people the mummy videos on my phone? Like, yeah. how can like? Okay, we're starting at. I'm gonna go get some milk from the Quick Stop, and I'm like, you know okay, got milk, like, mummies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how do I? I'm like, how do I figure out the 12 degrees to get it. to the mummy picture? That pictures? is true. That and, is true. And, and I found myself not even like listening to what they're doing. I'm yeah. playing this emotional chess game to kind of get to what I want to talk about, and and I think that's that's a bad habit that I got. I think you're I right. I think you're right. But sometimes when you're just so goddamn excited about something, I know you, you want to do it, and it's like, well, but here's the thing. But here's my challenge. I always have something I'm so goddamn excited about. Yeah, I always do. I don't know, but sometimes it, that doesn't bother me. Here's the thing. I'm I'm like a large guy too. I have a loud voice. People probably say I dominate conversations too. Mm-hmm. So other people like me don't don't bother me. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes people see them sh- their shadow selves, right? They say for every, think of who who was that? Someone says, "Think of the person you find the most annoying, and that is the person you fear of yourself." Oh, absolutely. Right? That's what yeah. that's kind of one of those things. Think of the person that really gets on your nerves or that you don't want to be around. And that is your own, you know, mirrored reflection of who you think you are at your worst. So, you know what I mean? Oh, that loud fucking big asshole voice at the party. Like that's your internal self-reflection too, right? Uh, In the shadow. Yeah. Yeah. Right now everybody in their car is like, who is that man? Who would that be? Oh my God. I'm that guy. You see the things in them that you don't like in yourself. Yeah. Right. No, there's things that, and you'll run in something like, fuck, I do that. Am I that goddamn annoying? Damn it. I need to stop that. You ever watch yourself on video? Oh, 100%. I I can't. I can't watch this. On his OnlyFans, he's watching himself on video all the time. He's like, man, I got to work those abs in a little better. That's just not doing it. I'm losing money, so I'm paying myself to watch. They take their fee out. and I'm the only one. Yeah. <laughs> not a good and, thing. And that's where we are. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it says influence requires us to put ourselves in the place of others in a matter of di- uh, discerning what they truly want and offering it to them. But essentially true in business ventures. 
So again, it's about finding, you know, really exploring the wants and needs of others. I mean, I tell people all the time, it's one of my first things that I teach. And it's funny, I teach this to all of our agents. I go, you know, I, if I have a class of people that have never been in front of me before, they're agents, real estate agents, I'm always like, look, who's your favorite person? Raise your hand, tell me your favorite person. And people are like, my mom, my dad, Gandhi, whoever. And I'm like, you're all full of shit. Favorite your favorite person you. is you. Yeah. You are, you look in the mirror and you're like, oh yeah, looking awesome. Today's the day. So the challenge is you've got to, if you really want to connect with people, you've got to, you got to push that down and you've got to like figure out how to talk to what they talk about. My son is the worst at this. He's getting better. He's getting better. Um, but yeah, I've, we've actually, ta- and I've, it's funny, I've talked to him about this where I'm like, dude, you can't just come down and do a rapid fire about video games that none of us have played. Yeah. yeah. And to just just not stop. And when you see us drifting away and looking over here and looking down and looking yeah. around, you got you got to understand you're losing who you're talking yeah, to. Emotional intelligence. And you've got to come back. And, and, and he's working on that and trying to find ways to connect better. I think in defense, I mean, the problem is everybody he knows that's what they. Right. His yeah, little boy, friend said that's what they all to do. Boy, I mean, boys are just hammerheads until they're like thirty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they can't figure yeah, it they out. Really are. So let me. I want to preface something with all of these things, John. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. All of these desires to be better need to come from a place of authenticity. I agree. That you actually give a shit about other people. If you don't, if you're doing, some people will take these skills and abilities or these motivational people will do these things for their own benefit. How do I get better at pretending to be authentic? No, 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 no. Well, I, I think for, I think for me, what it does is it's, you know, you go through this and it's like, you know, I'm doing the book thing and you're doing this. And then you're like, it, it all creates, you know, the whole goal for all of this and everything I want to do is a create a legacy and be help as many people as we can. The great joy that I've had in the real estate industry is not the deals that I've done. It's not the companies that we built. It's, it's the companies within the companies that have been built. It's, it's the, the agents that I've seen, I mean, guys that used to wash cars that now make over a million bucks a year, their work here. That's the work that I like. That's the thing that I'm most proud of. And so I'm like, I want to do that at scale. But then, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I'm going to write this book, but fuck, I didn't even get invited to a Halloween party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, if I'm not even get invited to a party, like who wants to read a book? Read? You it th- creates a lot of self doubt. So I think that is really for me, the motivator of a, I do want to connect with more people. Yeah. I do want to do that. B, I don't want to be a person that people look at in a negative light because there's something I'm going to come up to that I think yeah. is super but, interesting. But there's this, this old saying though. What's that? That club is so busy. Nobody goes there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you got to think like, you know, we're not that close to Frank. I don't want to. No, no, no. And in fairness, in fairness, we got invited to two Halloween parties. We just, I, I didn't feel that great. As you can probably hear, I'm still sniffling. I didn't feel that great this weekend. Yeah. We didn't go to any parties. You can probably hear my me, voice. Me and my wife we always complain about yeah. that. And then someone invites her. And then you don't go. Yeah. No, that's our problem. I, I did, no, I'm I did, not saying that's your problem. That's honestly our problem. We get invited and then we're like, I have to drag my wife out by her. I went out three times at Halloween. Okay. And, and, one of them was finally her friends because yeah. Caitlin, she wouldn't go out if it was up to her. Yeah. Yeah. She would go I'm to EDC. Way. She'd go no, to like it. Greece and go party yeah. and, or like, you know, Ibiza. Ibiza. But, but she, she doesn't want to go. Like, it's my idea to go downtown because yeah. I'll yeah. be like, hey, let's go see if John didn't want to go for dinner. She's like, well, we can't because we have this and the kids. She's more responsible because I would just get in the car and go meet you guys. Well, there's, well, there's, there's, there's situations and and I get people, people grow and get married and do things like this, but there, but dude, there, there are people that are in my life that I can pro. I mean, I, without question, I can say, dude, their spouse cannot stand me. And that's why you don't get invited at all. 
and you know, people you were close with and really interacting with, they're just off the table. And you're like, well, fuck, I mean, I don't care enough really about the spouse right, right. to, to I, you know, like it would have been no problem for me to just be like cordial or not do things to upset them yeah. or whatever to like still see my friend. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter. Right. It wasn't that it's, it's not, it's not important enough for me to, to care yeah. to not do whatever I need to do to make them. Right. Okay. Right. I, I don't, you th- I don't care. Do you think that social media has a lot to do with it too? Do you think people have a um, perspective yes. on yeah. who you are? Yeah. And they're like, well, I think maybe they're too, well, they, well, I'm afraid to like somebody goes, I would love to have a scar with you. And I go, well, let's go do it. And they're like, really? And I go, what, yeah. Like, and, and they're like, Oh, I, I've been telling my wife for like three or four years that I would love to go have cigars with you. And, and people, like, they think I'm an asshole or something. That no, I don't know when, what it was, but I, that was shocked, people right? online all the time, though, you do get this false sense that you know them. Yeah. There's people that I've never met that I go, oh, he's a buddy of mine. Oh, that yeah. happens Friends to me Friends with all them on time. social media. come up and, like, Vegas Geo. He's so cute. Oh, give him hugs. And you're like, who are you? I got a referral from somebody I have never met. Yeah. I've never smoke with. I've never spoke with, and her girlfriend got a real estate license. <laughs> never no, sorry, yeah. <laughs> no, her girlfriend. Her girlfriend got a real estate license, and she called me today and said, "Oh, my friend so and so said you were the best company in Vegas, and she has to come work there." And I'm like, "Great!" great. And I just said, I "I'm like, who's your friend?" She's like, "Told me your name," and I'm like, "Okay, great." Perfect. And yeah. I looked it up, and I'm like, "It's just somebody I'm friends with on social media. Yep. Never met this person. Super appreciate the referral, but I think that I think right. there is some familiarity okay, to I, that. I, I but I think also." Uh, part of what it does is 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 you know, again we talked about branding on the last episode. Your social media becomes your brand, and with this, you know, again, you know, we say a lot of crazy things, but I do hope to educate as well as you know entertain. Because if you're not laughing at this stuff, you're not going to stick around. If we were just right. like, what's your favorite pyramid? Mine's what's your favorite pyramid? pyramid. My, I like the red pyramid, and no, you're not going to listen to it. So I like the way that they sell stock to their agents. <laughs> stock. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it right there. Sir, Again. sir, you have gone too You have gone too far. You have gone too far. Chris, if I get dragged into Chris Connell, any loss, yeah, you have no. to rep me for free. Yeah, so that's you know. it. You have to represent all of us. I'm sorry. I thought I was in America. America. Oh, geez. oh boy. I we still had freedom oh, of boy. in America. Okay. All right, well, let's mo- moving on. Shows mo- for entertainment only. <laughs> moving on. It says the six principles to keep in mind to make lasting impressions on people first uh, and get them to like you. First, take interest in their interest. We all yearn for significance in the lives of others, and we complicate the matter with our own selfishness. Yeah. Yeah, That that's your... And let me stop figuring out how to show you my my mummy photos and and let me let me and really listen to what you're talking about. Photos are amazing. Pretty yeah, it's, still, it's so weird. Tom. I like had such. I was jealous. You guys went and after that, when he showed me videos and stuff, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, but but to people, but it's I, but here's the thing, unique. But, but but here's the thing Super too, unique. though. I have shown it to people. I've have, I've have figured out the twelve degrees of how to get to the mummy video. My, I'm never <laughs> doing it again. But I figured out the twelve degrees of the mummy video, and I've shown it to people, and they've been like. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, rule number one. If anybody ever looks at or listens to something you're saying and says, that's crazy. It's not that crazy. They, they could absolutely <laughs> care less. They could care less at what you're saying. Hey, did you ever see the movie The Big Kahuna? Uh, no. So The Big Kahuna is Danny DeVito, um, Kevin Spacey, who's canceled it, and then this other actor, I can't remember. And It's about, uh, they are, lubri- they are uh, lubricant salesmen. Okay. It's kind of like a Glengarry Glenn Ross or whatever. It's about sales. Okay. And Danny DeVito has this um, has this kind of monologue at the end of the movie with this young sales agent. It's this young sales agent 
They were at a conference to sell industrial lubricants. Mm -hmm. And what happened, they were trying to get to the big kahuna, the big boss oh, okay, for the yeah. sale, okay? And spoiler alert, this movie's 25 years old. <laughs> yeah. but, spoiler. But the new salesman finally gets to the big kahuna. He didn't even realize it, but he's sitting there and chatting with him. He's chatting with him all day. He's at the fucking main guy. The guy. He's with the guy. The, the chooser. The, the got, number got one to the top. Going to close the deal right here. Going to get Close the deal. All we needed, we set up this room. There's three of us here. Our company full us out. We're trying to get this deal. And he goes, you sat with the fucking kahuna. What did you talk to him about? He's like, I talked to him about Jesus. He's like, why? Why? He's, what the fuck are you? We're here because for. Because that's what he wanted to talk about. Because that's what we, I wanted to talk to him about. He goes, that's more important than the business. So Kevin Spacey fucking flips out or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And Danny DeVito has this monologue that is just killer in business and in this point. And I can't remember it all it was so long ago, but I remember taking two points when he goes, he goes, whenever you're talking about, you, you know, you, you're not really actually selling it. You're just a marketer, right? You're just marketing this whole thing. Because you really want to talk to a man. You really want to talk to somebody. Ask them about their kids. Yeah. And here's why. You have fuck all to gain when you ask somebody about their kids. Yeah. Hey, John, how are your kids doing? You say, oh, my kids are doing, has someone ever asked you about your kids where you go, what does this guy want? Yeah. Well, this, well, dude, this, this goes back to my networking tips. When yeah. I ask people when I'm networking and I am trying to connect with people in a business setting, I net, when I say, oh, tell me about you. Yeah. And they go, oh, well, I'm the vice president of sales for something. I go, no, 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 not what you do. Tell me yeah. about you. Why married kids? Like, tell me about you, man. Who I want to know about you. Yeah, yeah. And they don't hear that and it makes them skip a beat and it makes you memorable. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with that. Um, this doesn't mean we should replace our interests with the interests of others as far as being interested in what they're talking about. It means incorporating others' interests into our own for the sake of creating meaningful connections uh, with them and not just for the sake of building an audience. So I think we can, I mean, I think that's pretty self-explanatory, but I'm, I'm trying to skip forward because there was one quote that I loved and I have an idea for an app that I, 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 just want, I want your opinion on this. And if somebody wants to make it, it's a simple thing. Well, this is a second smile because I mean, everyone gravitates towards a smile. Sure. I think probably I'm, I think I'm pretty good with the smile. I think yeah, I, th I think you are too. But also it's, I went to the mall, forgot a mask yesterday. And I was like, fuck, whatever. I walked in just pissed off. I was looking really mean. They asked everybody, Hey, put a mask on, put a mask on. Not one person would come up to me. It's because they're mm -hmm. all having fun with their friends, smiling. They felt you like, like they could go. Yeah, I, I look like I'm going back to the terror, psycho, right? Yeah. And it's the same thing, right? And <laughs> you go into a room and you look like an asshole. No one's going to want to come talk to you. Yeah, people don't bother assholes. Yeah. yeah. Nope. The next one, very simply, remember people's names. They love the sound of their oh, own names. God. And Why? here, I got to tell, tell you, um, in a mass network setting, I, I struggle here. Uh, me and my wife have a pretty good system. I think I've talked about I it before, know. which is where literally everybody that I meet, um, she will, after she meets them, she will text me their name and something about them so I can review it later. Yep. Smart. So I was at a house party. I was at a house party this weekend mm -hmm. for Halloween. Oh, that must've been lovely. <laughs> I got, I got invited. Thanks, so <laughs> offhandedly, I got invited by two different groups of people to the same place, to the same place. And this one person's like, come to this thing. I'm like, okay, but we had, a, we didn't have a babysitter. But Caitlin's like, yeah, you can go. And then another group of people invited me to the same place. I go, sounds like a place I'm going to. What's the address? Sure right. enough. Mm -hmm. So go to this place, really cool party, 70s home. Like it was really wild. This is this old school party. And so the, the host of the party, I'd met him once before, but I really didn't know. And I thought his name was Matt. The guy's name is Steve. And I mm, kept calling him close, Matt. Close. I kept calling him Matt. I'm like, oh, hey, Matt. What's up? Yeah, Matt's the owner. Matt, Matt, Matt. 
And then he you looked find me Steve. dead in the eyes and just like, hey, what? You know, he didn't stop and correct me. I like I said, I don't know him. It's not right. like me calling you James or something. Right, all day. right, right. It's I didn't I didn't know, and I was so confident, I was so happy to remember his name, and I was using it wrong. I got home and I'm like, yeah, that you know, Steve's room. Have like never Steve? been so Who's like Steve. <laughs> oh. First off, that's embarrassing. Hey, why Steve. The fuck would yeah. somebody stop me? Why doesn't somebody me? tell me that? Yeah. No. Because he's not, you know, it's like we're not even friends on Facebook or not, whatever. Yeah. So I added him and I'm like, but you don't hey, call the guy. Yeah. You're like, Steve, I'm so sorry. No, I, I didn't like make a thing of it, but it's just, it's just one of those weird things. See, I, I see, I do, I do make a thing yeah, of it because I, I think I example, should. Yeah. I think no, I will. Yeah. I'm at a, I mean, it, it's weird when you meet somebody and then see running them again in a completely different context and your brain doesn't put the two things together at yeah. all. So we were at Gorman, which is a private school here in Las Vegas, uh, checking it out. My eighth grader is going to go there next year. And we went to the to the walkthrough with a bunch of other parents from his school he's at now. They took all the eighth graders in his, in his Catholic school from here and went over there. And we went and uh, a guy jumped up and saw me and was like, hey, man. It's like, what's up? And I, and I, I was like, oh, that's... Uh, at first, I, I say to my wife, I'm like, okay, who is that? And she's like, I think that's one of your son's friends, his dad, right? I yeah, think. Yeah. She's like, let me look up his last name. She's like, I don't know if that was him or not. I think that's his parents, right? So I'm like, obviously, this guy knows who I am. So he starts talking to me in a different context. And the context he's talking to me in is we used to work out together. So I'm like, oh, dude, yeah, hey, man, how yeah, are you? Yeah. Dude, great to see you. And immediately I knew who he was. Of like, oh, awesome, blah, 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 blah. So now I'm talking to him as my workout buddy. Right, we're talking workout buddy because my wife is now. Throwing, I'm not blaming her, but she threw this little gooch in my head. So at some point, I, I go, I go, I go, uh, I go. Hey, man, so is this your daughter, your son here? And he's like, looks at me like I'm crazy. He's like, I'm not it's, it's my son. He's one of your son's best friends. You brought him to my house before. Like, and I thought, and I can remember like dropping Hayden off at his house and seeing the dad wave. You're, and, you're both, and that, yeah, you're both people. Yeah, <laughs> and trying to put that together. And, and I'm like, and I'm like, well, how are you? How are you two things? That doesn't make sense. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that that's, that's the worst. That's a, yeah. I, that was that a mistake. happened to me. I was at the park and some <laughs> two. So yeah. no, some lady sitting there like, double here, four crusties. <laughs> they <laughs> sat happened? there and she's like, I got your, your kids here, you know, waving at me. I'm like, oh, thanks. And I'm like, oh, yeah. come here to my kid. And I'm like. Let's go find mommy. And she goes, oh, she just went to the bathroom. She left the restaurant. I'm like, oh, my, who? What are you talking about? Like, you're talking about my wife? Turned out to be a girl that I talk to all the time. I know she actually listens to podcasts all the time. And she's like, I love podcasts. I'm like, oh, my God. I guess when you don't. It's a shout out. That's what yeah, I call that. No, call no, it no, the yeah. biz. That was a but shout out. You don't even. I wasn't expecting to see her at a park, right? If I saw her in a business yeah, setting context. all the yeah, time, right. I Everything's would. Context. Is it Dunbar's number? <laughs> so you bring that up and you question <laughs> nuts and you're no, like, this no, is, no, here's no, the loop. We're the, back to Dunbar yeah, number. So, so there's two phenomena. One it, is it, it, Dun, Dunbar numbers right after Dunning Kruger effect. I think <laughs> oh, is where it runs back in. Hold on, hold on. It runs right back in. Chris is yeah, on the loop. It, 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 there, there's a number of people. Yeah, it's, it's like 150. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Now when yeah. you have 5,000 people in just social media, not, not here, not your office, not the grocery store, whatever. Sometimes it's overwhelming. People have to be forgiving of that too. Yeah. Because okay. not everybody, you know, is going to naturally stand out in your mind. Well, let's uh, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about the rest of this. Because man, I still haven't gotten to my thing that I thought was the most profound thing yet. I'll be back right after the break, and we'll talk about that. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com. Well, we'll share any links that we've things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at the John Gafford. I'm here. Give me a shout. 
Welcome back for the break. Welcome back for the break. And if you are just joining us, we are having an in-depth discussion today about Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, because what we've decided, my wife is an introvert and I'm a blowhard. That's essentially what we designed. Not by design, but I guess self-realization is one of those things that can be very powerful if you actually don't wallow in it, but look to solve your problem. And let's face it, if you have an issue where you don't feel connected to enough people or you're not attracting enough people, then the answer to that question is very simple. It's it. This is the Bible. This is what it is. So we're jumping right back into it. It says the fourth step here is to be a good listener. Good listeners have the power to influence hearts and minds. More importantly, that they have the power to give people the most they desire. This is the thing that I read that I was like, man, I'm really challenged with that. And the reason that I'm challenged, and I think this is going to be not just for me, but for everybody as we go along in life, we are so now accustomed to having this thing binging, banging, bonging in our pocket every five seconds, case in point, counselor was ever looking at the phone, whatever. But I'm just saying, <laughs> we're so used to having this thing, bing, 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 bing. I, I think literally all of our screens are giving us all ADHD. I think, I think they without question are, I think it's a problem. I think, you know, I was talking to my wife about that part of it and I was like, dude, I got to put my phone down. I just got to put it down and be done with it for certain lengths of time and balance myself a little bit so I can get to where you really pay attention. Because when somebody's not paying attention to you, it's painfully obvious. When their eyes are drifting around, when they're looking at their watch, they're looking at their phone, they're looking out the door, they're saying, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's painfully obvious. And married to that. Yeah. And I think, I I think that, I think that is not, that's a, I think that's a learned habit that that I got to figure out how to unlearn. Uh, which was good. And it feels good to put away your phone and actually. It does, it does but you do. If you, if you do your business on it, it is it's difficult. But I got I to gotta tell you, I, I was telling Gidge one of my favorite things about the Egypt trip was the fact that I just got no phone calls, yeah. nothing, not one call. My business, yeah. nothing. It was a great. A lot of banker hours. Like my my business, pretty Monday through Friday. Other than like residential, they're seven days a week, twenty four seven. My weekends, I feel such a relief. And I actually feel like I'm a better parent. I feel like I'm a better yeah, husband. Pre- everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Again, fifth, if we want to matter to others, we must first discuss what matters to them. When we know their interests or whatever it is they're uh, going through, we can truly connect with them by putting their matters at the forefront of the actions. Again, this is, this is, it's, it's really the same kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's the challenge. You've got to be more interested in talking to others than you are interested in talking about yourself. Right. You also have to be interested in what they're interested in, right? No. You can't. No. Fail. I, no, 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 because no. teach me something. Well, no, 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 but I, my, my point is if somebody's going to sit there for a half hour and talk about something that I have absolutely zero interest in, I can't fake it back to them. Yeah, but I, Carnegie point Carnegie talks about, and John just mentioned it, you have to, show an interest in them and what they're interested in. Agree. And then, it, because eventually, here's the thing, you're, you're talking about you at some point. Right, right. It's not, this book doesn't just advocate, hey, go sit in a room and talk about yarn to somebody. Yeah. What mm-hmm. it is is, oh, this lady's into yarn. Hey, you know how difficult it is to learn how to stitch? That's how difficult it is to get in a, a fucking mummy hole. Here's my mummies. <laughs> yeah. Here's my mummy. But you know, you, but you, you bring gotta, it into it. And I think a lot of people gotta bring don't, in their right? interests. Yeah. If you want them to be interested in you, you have to you, let them yeah. know that you're interested it's in them. them. Yeah, you don't absolutely. have to sit there and listen to droning horse. No, 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 no. Well, well they're forgetting the rules of, of th- they are. too. They but are. I, I but, mean, but I'm going to create a, but I'm going to say this. We were at dinner and Chris asked probably one of the best dinner questions I've ever heard ever. And if you have one, a good dinner question, here it is. You ready? Chris just looked right across the table at somebody we were with, and he said, tell me the best story you got. Tell me the best story. I, I want to hear it. Yeah, and I immediately was like, 
man, that's a great question because you're thinking to yourself, what I don't know who you are. I don't know what you got. You got a good story somewhere. Oh, yeah. And and if it's the best story they got, they're going to get like really into telling it. And and how they're going to feel about that is amazing, which brings me, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because I want to get this tile because this was the tile that really hit it for me. I mean, yes, it's all about nurturing relationships, but this is the tile that really hit it for me, which was actually, I'm going to back up a tile. I'm going to back up one tile on what I'm looking at because it says this. It says, true influence comes from nurturing relationships with others, adding real value to their lives and doing the most to serve them. When the time comes for us to make a request, we can rest assured there will be someone to lend a hand. This is something uh, that I want to talk about because this is a great way. If you have a great relationship with somebody, you want to ruin it. There's a, this is the instant way to ruin it. I'm not guilty of this whatsoever, um, but I have friends that are guilty of this. You only call when you need something. Oh, yeah. Dude. If you're that guy or you need a deal on something or you, that's the only time you're calling, dude, it's like, bro, I'm talking to you in like six months and you're calling me for a favor. Mm-hmm. Like if I need something from somebody else, this is something I will say I'm very good at. I always try to figure out where they are, what I can do for them. Like, like I always want to be like, when I call people most of the time, it's like, Hey man, I got something for you. Like I got a way that I can do something for you yeah. before I'm ever going to ask them to do something for me. Like, hey, I can make this happen for you, you know, is, or, or do you, you know, and don't, don't ask people what kind of do for you because then you're making them work. Right, just right. figure it out. I mean, it's not hard to figure out what people are doing and just say, look, this could be an advantage to them if I made this happen for them. I connect these dots. So make something happen for somebody else before you ask something for them. That's a great way to demolish Man, I, a relationship. I do that, unfortunately. There's, I just came, popped in my mind. I was at a wedding two weeks ago. Great friend of mine. I haven't seen him in like, a little bit. I've had kids and COVID and all this stuff. He's a doctor. Mm. You called so, him Matt, didn't you? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. He pulled he, this out. Like, no, no, no. This no. Look a- like STD? Absolutely one of the most like lovable people I ever met. Just an, you know, yeah. when some people you just go, that is a fucking gem, right. and I yeah, value yeah. you, and you are a spectacular human being. Yep. And I would love to see you more. Mm. We just haven't. Yeah. But once in a while, I just remembered the last two times I've called him is because my kid was sick. Yeah. Mm. I was like, hey, does this look weird to you? Because it was yeah. genuine concern. I didn't want right, to rush right, right, yeah. right, right. And. You know, he's the kind of person in my circle, if you had a legal question, I would answer it sure. hands down, sure. no question. But sure. I did realize that, yeah, the last two times I've reached out to you are to make yeah. you work. Yeah. Not that I really you know care I mean? about you. Not that I feel yeah, like yeah. It, it, it burns bridges, oh. but mm-hmm. if you're calling your lawyer friends only to ask for legal advice, you know, mm-hmm. if you're doing this only to do this, then you got to think to yourself sometimes, that person now sees me as, as a time liability. Yeah. Like, oh, you want me to work for free right now. Mm-hmm. And like... My good friends, I don't mind doing that with. Yeah, right. right. Like if you call me up, hey, yeah. what do you think of this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hey, this how can you uh, can you defend this lawsuit that you got us into for something yeah. you said on the podcast? I mean, yeah, yeah that's something yeah, you're gonna Colt. yeah you're gonna help <laughs> us out. You're gonna help <laughs> us out. Cole, Cole's yeah, not no, not getting it. At this point, you're getting sued. No, this is coming after me. Yeah, this company that doesn't exist. Don't, yeah, I don't even know. Who knows? There's no. I have not offended anybody in this podcast. No, I don't think. I think you're. I think you're going good so far. I don't think you've offended anybody. Freedom of speech, baby. But but here comes the here comes the right here. Here comes the one that I was like, huh, which is this six always leave people feeling a little better. There are no neutral exchanges in human relationships. You either leave someone either a little better or a little worse. And I always say you can tell a lot about somebody by how they treat people that they can do nothing for them. Do they hold doors and they make you know conversation? Do they do something to brighten somebody else's day? And it's weird, but if I had to take an honest, probably inventory of my day, I'm probably in some cases nicer to the people that I have don't know them at all 
the lady at, at Exxon Dude. than I am the people I deal with every single day. I say that to my wife all the time. I say that to my wife all the time. I say, it's weird to me that people are in relationships where they're nicer to the barista at Starbucks than they are their own spouse. Yeah. Because you take your spouse for granted, You right? do. You oh, do. You go to that person at Starbucks, hey, are you, oh, and you get the car. Why are you so fucking stupid? You know, like, I've seen those relationships mm-hmm. where I go, why aren't you with the person at Starbucks then? Because yeah. you seem to like them a lot more than your spouse. Well, no, no. It, it's not, not, I'm not talking about my spouse. But what I'm talking about is uh, the people that I deal with every single right. day. Do I walk by and because I see them every day, I act in a way that's dismissive. That, that Literally, that singular interaction 100%. does not leave them better than it was when I saw them. So this was my idea for an app. And tell me if you think this is nuts. I think this would be awesome if you had the balls to use it. So I just want an app. It says, literally, I turn it on and I, I can face it at somebody and randomly on the screen, it's just going to place two boxes. One that's green that says better, one that's red that says worse. And then literally, it, all it does is collect data for a certain amount of time and every interaction you have with everybody that you have, just to see how you really are at the end of the interaction, you hold it up <laughs> and say, "Can you? I don't know where the buttons are, I can't see what you pick, can you just tell me how you feel after this Do you know what false confirmation is, John? Would they, would you th- <laughs> no. They come you, up to you and they, oh, better, yeah, better, fuck no, off. But, like, no, but, I no, but if they can't, people, no, five stars. No, 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 but if they can't see it and they know that you can't see, do you think that you no, no the problem you're is because you're afraid that happen. you're never going to get a hundred percent this like, is my wish worse no and you're like damn it now <laughs> yeah, everybody feels it. terrible no, no no okay all right so there's a way you know how you tell how people actually feel about you yeah leave a room and and, and hang around it's happened to me i was sitting there doing something i thought was completely innocuous and looking back on it mm-hmm. it was it was really really like why the fuck are you talking so i walked around the corner i was waiting for my uber all of a sudden, there's three people over in the area I was, and they start talking shit about me. But in a way, like, did you see what that guy was doing? Like, look at him using a fork for cake. Like, it was something like that where you go, hey, what the fuck are you talking about? There was only forks there. Like, it was yeah, but but, but it was here's so but, dumb. but here's the thing though that is that wasn't I, I don't think it was the actual thing they were bitching about. I think it was probably the general vibe of how they took whatever you were doing, which is kind of the problem that I'm wrestling with right now. Right, so you don't know how people feel because everybody's yeah. polite to your face, and then you leave. And then there you go. And then you don't get invited. So you had a bad haircut, I think people would be a little... If I did? Yeah. I think your hair just... People are like this mother... I don't need to see, I don't need to see a fucking no. hair. I don't no. need this guy's hair around. <laughs> no. God. You could come up and tell me I'm handsome, beautiful. I'm like, screw this guy with his hair. <laughs> his amazing hair. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, it is a thing. What would you do in that situation? What, if I lost my hair? No, you're, in, you're, no, <laughs> no. No, you're in a room where you heard people talking about you, and you're still there. I, You, you know, I think um, what is there, there's a saying that don't worry about what people say behind your back because it's none of your business. I think is 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 a quote that's out there. And I think, but you utilize mean, it and learn from it. I think, right? right. Well, but, but here's the but here's the point. The point is that wasn't even honest feedback. That was bullshit because because what he, they were bitching about some innocuous thing that he did, but it had nothing to do with what he did. It had to do with the overall vibe of what was happening. Yeah. You know, they, they but, weren't picking up. Also, they weren't digging what you were planting. They weren't picking up what you were laying down. That's but they they don't want to say like I don't like his overall vibe. I just want to pick on something that's manifests itself in a very yeah, it's thing. kind of one of those weird situations. You'd have to see it, but it, it was yeah. it was something where it's like, you're like that's a weird thing to be talking about. Some like and then yeah. taking a lot of joy out of it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did the other thing. I went and walked oh, up to him like, "Hey, like, why why did you think that was weird? I was still here. I heard everything right, you right. just said." And they go, "Oh, you know, backtracking the one that goes, yeah, look, I was just being an asshole. 
Yeah. And then the other guy's like, whoa, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what people do? People that have nothing better to do talk about others. Yep. People mm-hmm. that have, you know, people with, you know, whatever, talk about ideas and whatever. So just be better. Well, I, and, I, and I tell you, that, it, that's, I was thinking about the same tune again. Pull the, you know, pull the thumb, don't point the finger. But I, you know, I think about our day and I think about what we do. And occasionally, you know, you, you watch, you watch garbage television late at night, whatever it is, and you're sitting on the couch and then they roll out, you know, the, the Vanderpump people or, you know, the yeah. 8,000 pound forehead women on discovery, whatever it is. <laughs> how do you have, I mean, look, I, look, I've I'm not picking one. on you, but how do you have a fat, you know how fat you got to be to have a fat forehead. You got to be fat. But anyway, as I'm watching this, right? Like, and I'm saying stuff like that. Cause I think it's funny. Cause I think it's funny. Cause I think it's, I think it's a joke. And then I realized like my kids are hearing me and my wife, like, tear these people down for sure, innocuous sure, sure. dude. Like, oh my God, can you believe what that girl in Vanderpump's wearing? Like she right. looks like a hooker. Like whatever it is, man. Right, right. And I'm thinking, dude, my kids are picking this up and we gotta stop that too. And that's sure. something we talked about because they're, you know, your kids are gonna replicate what they hear at home. And if it's, you know, let's laugh about others, you know, being on television, whatever it is, that's not, it's not a good thing. They're putting that on t- television. They put it on uh, for like, that. Uh, yeah, they do. And for that's, that, but I that do doesn't not, mean I have to follow. No, them. but you find yourself, that's so hard not to, right? Like I sat there and I, I stopped watching TV. Oh, I really yeah. have. Yeah, chain smoking hate. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot of that stuff where you go, yeah. um, the Island Boys. So, uh, okay, but but that's but that's so absurd, right? Or the Are William those guys Bond. like I, I don't know. I didn't even like saying I didn't know what it was. I asked someone because I kept seeing these fucking two yeah. idiots. I look at it, I go. We're celebrating the worst parts of human nature, but those parts of human nature are creating this thing to talk about. Sometimes it's a reflection of what we don't want to be. And sometimes it's fun to do that. I don't know why. It's probably not positive. So there's a part of it where you want to be better but at, I, and not critical and all these things. But, but then there's a part of you that doesn't want to be square. Either. No, but I but I think it also but I think it also goes back to the you don't want to be around people that complain. And if you're around people that are bitching and got like making fun of other people that they can't hear what they're saying. I mean, at some point they're gonna say, "What is this dude saying?" When I walk around the corner, are they gonna oh, bitch. Right. Are they gonna bitch yeah. about how I eat cake with a fork? I tell yeah. that to people all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You got friends that are talking shit about your other friends. They're That's what talking they're doing. shit about yep. you. Exactly. No, no, for sure. So it says there's 10 principles to keep in mind uh, to merit and maintain other people's trust. First, avoid arguing with other people. I think we've already covered that. Arguing is futile. Conflict is inevitable. However, in the end, we must uh, value interpedence more than independence. Understand that polite and respectful negotiation is more effective in the long run than antagonistic argument. Yes. Yeah. Arguments you never win. Secondly, respect the difference of opinion. <laughs> yeah. Where, where's this one. been in America yeah. right now? The echo yeah. chamber. Nine years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Echo yeah. chamber does come after. What was the last one you said? What was it? It was Dun and Kruger. Dun, no, Dun, no. After Dun and Kruger comes. <laughs> Dunbar's number. Dunbar's number. D D E E echo chamber. Yep. We're there. D-D-E. So see, this is working out perfectly for you because yeah. it just yeah. falls right into your line. I, but yeah, second, respect difference opinion. Telling others they are wrong will only make them hate us. Very few people react reasonably when they are told they are wrong. In most right. cases, uh, they react emotionally and defensively because we are questioning their convictions. Yes, and uh, the, the belief thing. Um, we always want others to respect our beliefs, but we don't you know, respect, respect theirs. So yeah. it, it, we just this is what I like about this topic. I find this a very interesting topic, very personal to me. In that mm-hmm. I always want to be better. Oh, 100%. There's a lot of people that they don't seem to want to get better, improve. And I go, there's all this knowledge out in the world. And you just think you have all the answers today. That's your opinions no, firm today. You have this hard line opinion about something as opposed to being, you know, because I, I know it takes work to do real research. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Well, I, well, here, well, here's the deal, dude. I mean, look at this way. I'm sitting here on our podcast, which has over 10,000 subscribers, calling myself a jackass basically for how I've behaved a little bit in the past. And, you know, there, I mean, I'm willing to take an honest look at what I do. And I think everybody should be. And if you're one of those people that your ideas are right and everybody else is wrong, it's a problem. Because it says, you, you, know, you, you know, here's the thing. This is, if you want to effectively, like, open your mind and solve a problem, start with a blank slate. Sure. You know, if you have an opinion, tell me why it's right. Tell me we got this. And again, this comes back to, I think I said several shows away, which is if you're going to share information, ask yourself how true it is. <laughs> Where yeah. did you hear this? Who is the source? Are they qualified to deliver that information? Right. Uh, you know what? One of the other great things in philosophy is if you, if you think that you know an, a thing well enough to have an opinion on one side, mm -hmm. go become an expert on the other side first. Mm -hmm. yep. Right. If, if you think, right, I want to defeat the argument on the other side. Well, go be an expert on it. If you don't know shit about the other side at an expert level, you have no right to have an opinion. That's on why, the other that's side. why politics is so crazy because people have no idea what's going on on the other side because they watch one media sure. outlet, both sides, right? It's a both it. side problem. If you don't, it, it's, but in business, I, what I started realizing is selling businesses and, and investments and stuff became such over and over to me, something was not a big deal. Right. right? And then I, I finally sat there and I don't know what it was. I think we were buying a property or something personal. I'm like, God, this is actually a little stressful when you're going through it. Right. Yeah. And, I, and I sat there and I go, I need to re put myself on the other side of Absolutely. this transaction. And I had a guy that I just did a deal with. The guy's awesome. He called me 30 times a day. Sure. And he's like, I, he apologized every time I go, no, because I, it's I understand. Scary. And I'm it's scary. It's stressful. Yeah. It, You're it, coming it to me because I'm the expert. Yeah. yeah. That's, what, you, that's why we're talking. But, yeah. but three years ago, I'd have been pissed off at this guy. But yeah. now I'm like, God, yeah, uh, that's yeah, attitude, totally right? it. yeah. That's why you have these conversations. That's yeah. why you learn and, you know, well, reflect. Leading us to third, admit your faults quickly and em emphatically. Doing so shows the person we hurt that we genuinely care about them and we want to make things right. Uh, people have much more. People are much more forgiving when they see we're willing to correct our behavior and come clean right away. That also requires that you correct your behavior. It, it does. Yeah. And, and one of my, you know, one of the best things I think, one of the best compliments I ever got was years ago. In a last time I worked really in, in major corporate America, I got called by a boss of mine at one point. I won't go into what he called me about, but he called me about something, mm -hmm. and it was one of those conversations where you could just tell, like, he thought he had me, like, oh. Oh, like, you know, he's had this Perry Mason thing like going and then <laughs> at some point in the conversation, he was going to go, ah, you know, and yeah. I got gotcha. you. And uh, he called me and asked me like, Hey, what's up with this? And I was just like, and I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But it was, it was, a, it was a, it's called a gray area situation. And he said, what happened with this? And I said, well, this happened, this happened. And I did this and this is what we did. And that's why we did it. And here we go. And there was this pause. He's and he just goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> he just goes like this. He goes, that's why I love you, Gafford. You're a bleeder. <laughs> <laughs> he called me a bleep, and I said, "What do you mean?" He goes, "He goes, you'll just stand up, and take it right on the chin." Right, <laughs> and I was like, it. "Like he was hoping you'd like." Him. Yeah, he was. Yeah, people, and, people don't yeah, realize that. I love you that. Hope, like when I have somebody, and I'm like, "Hell yeah, that. lie to yeah, me." You're a bleeder. I am ready to go off oh, once yeah. you lie to me, yeah. and then they're like, oh, "It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, you, I'm like, uh, yeah." And that was read, it. You reading McConaughey's Green Lights? No, I'm not. Was that was that on your book? I was talking to somebody about it. I haven't I haven't read it yet. Everybody said it was great. I just I just. I, it's one of those things like if I see a picture of Morgan Freeman and everything that's in writing after that, I hear it in his voice. I just, if I read the Green Lights book, I be like, all right, no, no, get the audio chapter book, right? one, no, here we go. No, you got to audio book it. And it's him in the audio book? It's him. Oh God, see, I don't even know. Oh, it's magical. I don't know no, it's great. Okay. It's a lot of fun. You, you got a problem? No. You no. like Tom Hanks? Like, what? what's, no, 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 what's no, the thing one of the things was, 
telling his story of how he grew up. Pretty interesting storyteller. Uh-huh. He's a he's a generational storyteller. And his brother had one of these things where he was caught smoking pot for the football team. And he's like, my father always said, you know, just be honest and, and take it on the chin. And he goes, uh, the coach is like, well, that means you're off the team. I gave him a way worse punishment where he would have just lied about it. Yeah. And it was like the whole thing about it. And, you know, it, it was such a fun story. The way the brother just finally was like, you know, I tried to do the right thing. Now I'm going to do the I'm fucking screwed. wrong thing. Oh, yeah. And that's what we Incentivize good behavior. No, yeah. I, I tell my kids all the time. I'm going to be pissed off for a full day at you for fucking up. Lie you me. lie to me, yeah. it's going to be a month yeah. or two of me Lose pissed my off. Trust, yeah. yeah, It's much worse. Fourth, begin interactions in a friendly way. After all, friendliness begets friendliness. When we have friendly feelings towards someone, we're more likely to agree with them or see things from their perspective. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, for me, I don't think that's an issue. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty friendly with everybody I run into. I think... Um, the, the challenge there for people would be if you've got to deliver bad news uh, to start with friendliness in, in, in business. And I'll say this, and I talk it all the time. If you listen to this, don't never put bad news in writing. You pick up the phone, you call people, you, mm-hmm. you, you be a man, you be a woman, whatever it is, be a human about you it. be a human and you stand up and you, and, and you show some empathy and you deliver bad news. Don't put it in a text message. Don't put it in an email. Have have the comic courtesy. Put it that. off. Yeah, <laughs> don't put it off for forty eight hours. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I see that a lot. I'm like, I know this is an issue. When are people yeah. going to call and tell me it's an issue? And they mm-hmm. don't for two, three days. Hey, Colt, this is Chris. Thanks for letting me manage your OnlyFans account. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, just drop fifty percent of users with Limp Biscuit O four at AOL dot org. You just drop. Yeah, Colt, you don't have to keep signing up for accounts. You can just log in through the admin and look at your own stuff. Hundred grand a year on OnlyFans? Absolutely not. No. Why not? No circumstances. <laughs> Are you serious? Because you're far too moral, Cole. You won't do the things necessary. To- I oh. think if I like just showed my feet, I think I got cute, cute feet. Fuck me, you're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> you know feet. what? Make you probably There's probably a market for your feet. There probably, there probably is. Probably That's a sad part. Somewhere. It's a, it's a, it is probably a, a 300 dark place. pound dude. It's a dark, dark 300 place. 300 pound dude in Ohio. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, but right. you also got to talk to him. So it won't yeah, just be it's a dark just place. feet, Colt. If you're yeah. willing to try, I'm willing to laugh about it. Cold speed. Well, how do we do OnlyFans? <laughs> I think we have if you're out there listening, you're an OnlyFans expert, can, please can, call, can, call us so we can get DM me Colt's feet underscore Amadin Instagram. And we want to get a Colt's feet off. I knew a girl. I knew a girl that made a living. I mean, a good living. Making videos of herself ignoring dudes. Oh, it no, was somebody told me that story. It was you. No, yeah. I'm not gonna get See, it. No, she, she was never nude, she never did anything, or she would find it like she would just make fun of them. Like these are for guys and guys have if you go into like the, the psychosexual yeah. behavior of men, yeah, it's way different than women. There's a biological oh, differences. Yeah. But uh, men who were ignored or whatever, they get off on that feeling of uh, someone ignoring me, literally eating cereal, like looking at you like a loser and then turning away and eating cereal for like 12 bucks. Oh, God. I think like my little I, there, there, long videos. There, there was a girl at the Palms years ago. This is years ago. My wife worked there. They caught her going to the trash in the dressing room. And she would get the cocktail waitresses use pantyhose oh, and then sell God. them online. And she was crushing it. Who is that girl yeah, that sold her bath water? 
I, I, that that gamer girl is like I don't even Daphne know. or something. Serious? Yeah, That's she was so selling weird. bath water, and guys were making videos of like drinking her bath water. Oh, oh God. You're going, you're going That's to not okay. I think one of them got sick as, from it. I'm serious. As a borderline, oh, as a borderline professional germaphobe, that is not I okay. am a germaphobe. Yeah. I underwear, <laughs> socks. Not oh, okay. Just, not uh, okay. Colt's Adventures in Japan, ladies and gentlemen. Not okay. Water drinking it. Oh. Oh God! I think a guy got sick. That, that could I have been like, like splash on my face. Could have been a parody, but oh boy. Okay, <laughs> fifth. <laughs> Access affinity as early as often and as often as possible. Establishing commonality or affinity at the beginning of an interaction is a new form of yes. The more early yeses you hold, the more likely you are to secure yes in your ideas. Ah, it's kind of salesy for me. Um, that's the yes train through sales. Yeah, oh, get them yeah. saying yes about anything. And then they're, they're more likely to say yes. Uh, six surrender credit. This means prioritizing the success and betterment of others because you are genuinely grateful, uh, for them and for what they offer you. It, it uh, means being confident in who you are and acknowledging the rubber like power of, of reciprocity. I love this. Um, I think it was I'm trying to think how it was and we just lost our screen behind us. I don't know why. Anyway, anyway, I think it was, um, just turn that off, Colt. Who cares? Yeah. I think it was, uh, who was it? It was, I don't remember who it was, but somebody said what they say to themselves before they go on air is they really just say, how can I help as many people as I can today? Yeah. Like, God, give me the power to help as many people out there as I can. And by putting others first, it gave him a lot of confidence to walk on stage. And I wish I could remember who said that. Don't you, good. are you picturing a person that's, Really excellent at all these traits right now. I'm trying. Don't, to, don't yeah. you just yeah. like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that person? You like that person. I, I got like every time. Like that that person. I'm picturing somebody that's you know who able. Said that? You know, said Ed Milet said that. It was Ed Milet oh, yeah. who is who is really good at all of these things. Yeah, really good. I have a buddy that's been successful in absolutely everything he's done, and they have been such dramatic businesses. But he is that guy. It's mm-hmm. just great at everyone. How do you Dude, fail? It, when it, it look, look at the screen. It looks like all of a sudden now we're on a, if you watch this on YouTube, we lost our background for some reason. And it looks like we're like you in a what? void. It's going to be the Star Wars. We're in the void. I know. We're like in a complete void. So now. listen to this. My, my, screen that? my, <laughs> my, uh, I don't know. Get the Death Star behind yeah, Colt. Exactly. He won't, he won't know what it is. Dark Vader. So listen to this. So my three-year-old did not want to be what he wanted to be. He wanted to be a knight. So I bought him a knight costume for Halloween. Did not want to be it. Marshall Last second, yeah, I think we've all been sitting there. I had to go buy, go to Costco. They had one thing. My mom's like, "Oh, they, I found one that is size." I'm like, "Buy it, I'll pay you back." Comes people are like, "He's so cute. What is? We don't know what he is." Found out he's a Star Wars person. Yeah, he was. He was Boba Fett, I think. Why don't you I just don't dress him up as a real knight? It was Buffett, which, if you John haven't seen, Marshall if you haven't seen that bad boy, the Book of Boba Fett coming out on uh, Apple. Oh, well, that's what he that. was. No. Yeah, so apparently, looks so dope. Looks wild. Looks great. Yep. So that was my Star Wars. That was your Star Wars. Today. See, now you're buying your kids Star Wars things. Your son never seen a movie. All right. <laughs> next thing. Don't take all the credit when things go well, and dish out blame when things go wrong. Don't be afraid to share the spoils of success. Doing so uh, never will win you friends. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, spread around the greatness uh, of Colt's presence here. Yeah. I mean, look, no, no, I think everybody's, but we know, we know the success for this bad boy is 100% because Colt. But don't you love, I love like being around you guys and hearing your success. Like I love hearing people's success. Well, you you know, I saw, I, I, I'm probably, we're probably those few that like that. Well, I I saw that. I saw somebody put a meme up today and there was a sign somewhere that said, stop hanging around with people that don't want to see you win. 
Yeah, so um, a guy I barely know, but he does very well. I think he's like a, a sports gambler in town. Mm-hmm. It's a guy named AJ. And he's got, you know, nice whips and all that stuff. But, and he put a post up the other day of like, don't hang out with people who don't want to see you succeed. Or he goes, mm-hmm. people will do blah, 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 blah. It was one of those kind of ideas where, you know, you can tell a lot about a person, how, how much they want to see you mm-hmm. succeed. And I'm like, I want every one of my friends to succeed. Because I want to go on the boat, but I don't want to pay for the fucking yeah. Yeah. The maintenance. Yep. Yeah. I wish I want all of my friends to be infinitely yeah. more successful than me. Yep. Yep. I couldn't care less yep. if people are... Even, way better even, than me. Even if some of those friends don't invite you on the private yacht they're going on tomorrow, yeah. that's okay. We can oh, okay God. Should we get on first world <laughs> problems? Okay. Chris has to fly commercial tomorrow. Yeah, Chris has to fly poor commercial baby. tomorrow to his private yacht. Oh, uh, boy. However, will you just Every time I pull up this shot, <laughs> it just, it's freaking me out. Like when you get sucked into the netherworld behind us. It's what, God, it's like us floating. Ah! <laughs> I'm floating. I'm floating. <laughs> Is that, was that Steve Sachs in the <laughs> Simpsons think, baseball episode? I, I, I think it was. <laughs> in the hole to nowhere? I think it was. Uh, seventh, always engage with empathy. Nowadays, we focus too much on self-promotion, i.e. the interwebs, which, man, that has become a business. And thus, we fail to consider how others might feel in any given situation. Often, we take time to consider the other person's perspective. We become more sympathetic to their feelings. Empathy is a lost art. Um, you know, EQ. It is. Emotional oh, yeah. intelligence is the most important thing in business. People want to talk about being smart, people, mm-hmm. whatever, but. IQ, EQ, AQ. Yeah. Yep, That's it's there. Ability. It's there. Eight, appeal to people's noble motives. Doing so conveys to the other person that we believe uh, what they are doing. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Cole, you want the world to see your beautiful feet, yeah. don't you? Doing so conveys. <laughs> I'm going to figure out OnlyFans this next week, guys. Appeal to your mobile no, your, your your noble motives. Out when she's like, your, "Why your, is OnlyFans on your here? noble motives?" Yeah. <laughs> it is a subtle compliment, but these words often move people to action. All right. Uh, ninth, share your stories. When we share our stories, others become more willing to share theirs. Together, we can create new and larger story with imagination. Now, I think this also is a place where probably I struggle because it's like, "Oh, really?" You met that guy? Well, I met this guy. Yeah. You know, but hold on. Sometimes I think that is seen as one-upism. Because if I tell you a story and you're like, oh, that reminds me of this time I did this. I go, mm-hmm. oh, that's it. it it's one-upism if your intentions are bad. Right. Otherwise, it's human storytelling. But I think, but no, but, 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 but the thing is, again, like, for example, if you ask me what my greatest story is. Yeah. And then... Immediately when I'm done with that, I it's tell you fun, my greatest story. It's pretty fun, though. It's pretty fun. I tell you my greatest story, which is which is infinitely more interesting, at least it is to me, than you. Number one, I don't think you're going to win that battle unless it's unless it's a, unless it's kind of a, a light speed away. But the reality of it is, is I think that you're just going to get to a place where people always feel like you're trying to one up them as it is. So I think you're better off if you're going to tell a story. If somebody's really into their story, they love it. Unless they ask you, do you know? Do you have an exact experience in this realm? I think just let it go. You know, it's such a struggle though, because when we crave real connection with people, sometimes you're going to get excited about those things that you're doing. Yeah. Like I said, the Egyptian but I think, mummy pictures. But, yeah. I, but I think if you're interested in other people, I think then they do genuinely. I think if you're genuinely interested in, in them, they become genuinely interested in what you have to say, and they're going to start extrapolating that information yeah, from you yeah. instead of getting it like a scatter gun, which is what I've been doing out of somewhat of you know weird place of insecurity where I start just badgering. Don't you think that kind of like-minded people though are gonna, so here's the thing. I think a lot of times what Carnegie talks to is dealing with people who are 
insecure or less secure than maybe yourself or whatever. Right. Because I don't find that when you're in a room full of successful people that they're terribly worried about um, you stealing their spotlight. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. And I think you said also the storyteller, right? Like my wife, I, I always, she goes, oh my God, you just get to the point. And it's like, well, no, if I'm with somebody, I want them to know who you are, right? Like I, you want to tell tell. A story. If man. I'm next to a billionaire, I'm going to say, it's this guy, he's worth a billion dollars because I want you to realize who's at this point of the story. Who's this? If this guy's famous, I'm going to tell you, oh, he's this guy who did this. So you comprehend and you comprehend the story because if not, my story might be stupid if it's like, well, I was at a bar and his girlfriend <laughs> flirted with me. Yeah, but you know what? It's kind of interesting. Um, maybe to John's point there, maybe you start taking a left on people where they go, um, instead of being like, oh, this is my friend Colt, he's in commercial real estate. This is my friend Colt. He, uh, you know, is the world's greatest Tom Hanks fan or something. You know, something maybe a little more personal because here's what people like with. with but, I, but, I, but I think that's different. I think if people come to you and they're like, oh, this is my friend. Do tell my story about this. That's OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but what, I, I, what I'm kind of getting at is this. Maybe pointing out the thing about people that everyone can either tell or know or that's going to come up anyway mm -hmm. is, is not. So if you want to make a connection, like if, if, if you're worried that. Take like, uh, if I hang out with Andre the Giant and say, hey, my friend Andre the Giant, look, he's a giant. Mm. Or is my friend Bob the Billionaire? Look, he's a billionaire. Maybe Bob the Billionaire is like, hey, is my Colt friend. Colt the Fence Builder. The Bridge Colt, Builder. Colt the Bridge Builder, yeah. <laughs> Colt the Bridge Colt Builder. Build 20 bridges, but that, for some reason, we don't call him Colt the Bridge, <laughs> bridge Builder. Right. So if you have somebody, if you want to kind of maybe let them know you care about them on, not, on levels outside of business, maybe you can refer to people in ways that, are kind of interesting, you know. Yeah. Here's my friend Bob. He's my friend Vince. He's an attorney in town, right? But he's building this crazy garden in his backyard. And it's wild to me. So it's it's one of those things that yeah. you know. My friend Vince, tell you know tell well, like, about the, the garden in your backyard. Well, no, no, like, like, like no, like when I introduce you to people, I, I, when I when I introduce people to you, I go, it's my friend Chris. He's got like Ripley's Believe It or Not at his house. Yeah, because yeah. it's like a, what's your that, that's what I said. Passion. Yeah, that's what I said. I think passion more than their their accolades. Or yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, I got it. Well, and well, I think that's a big thing to do as uh, there are certain people that are really good at that. And I think mm -hmm. when you introduce somebody, it's good to throw something about them because maybe you start off a conversation for yeah. somebody, and not, people don't. They're like, "Hey, this is John." Yeah. You know, and just leave it at that. And they're this like, is John. Hey, John. <laughs> no, they're doing that because they don't remember the person's yeah. name. Yeah. Is what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, hey, you want to hear cold? my thing? My thing will be <laughs> like, exactly "This is my wife," exactly and then I pretend doing. to cough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you say your name? Okay, cool. Okay, no, good. I got COVID. Yeah, really COVID. Bad. Yeah. Uh, what's your name? I'm pretty sure at this point everybody's got that figured out. That's like Cole's like, and then I slam on the brakes and reach across. That's a that's my move. I'm like, oh. That's the move. Oh, well, guys, we've run out of time for today. So hopefully, man, this helped you. Um, if you obviously, if you want to learn more than this, if you, everybody should read that book. How to win friends everybody and influence people. It book. is a it is one of the staples. It's a Bible. You should absolutely read that book for inter interacting with others. And next time you interact with me, hopefully, I will be being a little more engaged with some of the things and principles we talked about. Because I got to tell you this, I'm really gonna try and if you liked what you heard today man tell a friend and if you hated it man please tell too because it doesn't matter if they're talking good or bad about you as long as they're talking about you in a way that empathizes with their own <laughs> internal motivation exactly, yeah, I got exactly. exactly. Okay. please I got like and subscribe help us out see you later I got tequila, Jason, go to. <laughs> hey it's john gafford if you want to catch up more and see what we're doing you can always go to thejohngafford.com 
Well, we'll share any links that we've things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at the John Gafford. I'm here. Give me a shout.